Matthew 25, 40 is extremely humbling. I think it's a very powerful scripture as far as it comes to talking about the Savior and his like mortal condition when he was like on the earth, you know, and he was able to feel all these feelings, you know, he was able to be tempted. He was able to feel all these things and yet gave not to temptation and all that other good stuff, super good stuff. But then we get this amazing, you know, scripture, line of scripture where the people are like, hey, like, when saw we thee and hungered and sick and fed thee and took the in, you know, need of drink and we gave you drink. Like when, when, when did that happen? And the Lord says, the King shall answer and say unto them, inasmuch as you have done it unto one of the least of these, my brethren, you've done it unto me. This is a scripture that goes along well with Mosiah 2.17 in the Book of Mormon. It also just makes me think of the need to listen to those that we want to help. You know, we have close contact with our families, and so we're able to lift them up and strengthen them. We also have immense ability to hurt them if we are a little careless. You know, there's that talk, careful, not casual, and there's that all the other talk that says casualness leads to casualties. So there needs to be patience. There needs to be love and you know, there has to be understanding too. There's also the context of this scripture. It makes me think of uh, the Good Samaritan where the guy was on the way to Jerusalem and falls among thieves and they stripped him of all his raiment and he was left on the road to die. And this guy comes up, comes up and dresses wounds and he's a Samaritan and the Jews and the Samaritans were not friends. It just really humbles me that sometimes we see ourselves as the enemy or we see ourselves in such a poor light and we want to do harm to ourselves. We want to say not kind things about ourselves. We want to dig into the pit of the past and pull out mud instead of jewels. You know, remember Lot's wife, the talk from Elder Holland talks at length about this. Like we want to reach into the past and dig out an even bigger brick to throw through the window pane of our marriage, spelled P-A-I-N. It's not necessarily like it's only going to be about marriage because you have a relationship with yourself before you get married. That is something I know very, very, very clearly. <laughs> so it's very important you have a very good relationship with yourself, a working relationship, and not just a working relationship, but a thriving, beautiful, understanding, giving relationship and that's something I have spent a lot of my time in my early adulthood learning about and writing content about and trying to understand. I think a lot of it comes from the scripture that when you do something to help out yourself or you do something to help out somebody who's struggling, you're also helping out the Lord. There's nothing bad that can really come from doing good with the with the true desire to help people can get a sense of where you're coming from and it doesn't even have to be like an immense victory that is seen as visual most victories are born in the heart and are experienced in the heart and so I just think of like some of the small victories I've celebrated for myself recently it's like oh I took this cold shower oh look I I went on this run or oh look I 
you know, ran into something I didn't want to see online and I just turned away from it and moved away. You know, it's like that is the kind of victory that leads to such beautiful things down the road. I talked about this on the Yield Today podcast, actually about how repetition creates champions. And Savior always used repetition when something was really important. Surely taking care of ourselves and living living a life that we want to live is a it's a very important thing worth repeating. But it does make me think because we don't need to obviously always know the deep parts of somebody's situation before we reach our hand out to help them. Just recently, I was just in the temple and there's this lady that was crying and I just took some time to talk to her and I had a couple thoughts and I shared them with her. And it doesn't really matter. I don't share this to say, oh, look at me. It's like, this is something that I find a lot of joy in. And it's something that's also, I find a lot of my answers to prayer come when in those kinds of situations. This happened plenty of times. And so for me, I really need to keep reaching out to those people because I'll often find words in the moment that, that I need them. And same thing goes with maybe this guy, when he saw this guy on the road, he's like, well, I've never helped a guy who's dying on the road before. It's like, well, what, what is the cost of me not com- coming to him and helping him out? You know, what's the cost of me not reaching out and lifting him up? It's, it's too great of a, a price to be able to pay for something that maybe I could figure out in like a couple of minutes, you know, like maybe if it completely throws me off my journey, it's like, whatever, you know, it's, I was able to lift up and help out some soul. And there's a lot of beauty and, and power in that. I've been spending a lot more time recently working on the relationship with myself thing listening to a lot of recordings I made for myself, even listening to these episodes again, because I believe in a great way I've been directed and helped out with with sharing them, even if they are shared from an iPhone right now. And the reach of the podcast is extremely meager and small. It's like, well, someday, who knows? You know, the Lord can do great things with little things. I saw that for sure with my gaming channel and I believe the same thing will happen with the podcasts I've done and some other stuff and I look at it like well I haven't even been doing the podcasts as long as I worked on my gaming channel thing so it's just gonna take time but I think of like a lot of different things like every time that we help out ourselves or we look after ourselves or we think I think inner child work is so powerful like not too long ago Thanksgiving I was on this run because I said I was going to be on a run. It was like 25 degrees. And I was like, I don't want to go on this run. And I prayed and I had this powerful thought like, Dallin, I really do not want to go on this run. <laughs> like, I don't want to do this. And I could literally like basically hear my inner child saying like, I don't want to do this. Like, I'm, I don't want to do this, you know? And so I, 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 uh, I like counseled with myself and said, hey, like, I understand that, but I'm going to do it anyway and so i'm going to put on this playlist that i know lifts your spirits and we'll just listen to that this playlist that always lifts my spirits i generally don't listen to on runs because i keep my runs silent or i have a special playlist for runs but i'll listen to this playlist just for you and that was a 
that was a powerful experience. It was like, wow, like I can ask my inner child what's going on in there. And there's a lot of power in that. There's so much power in that. When you're catering to that part of you, it's hard to make a wrong decision, honestly. It's like, well, your inner child is going to be really excited, but they also are going to want to feel loved and appreciated and admired and understood, like having their feelings heard, you know? So it's like if you want to work on your writing project and you haven't worked on it, it's probably not going to help if you spend more time on Twitter or if you watch that show that you want to watch, but that show is always going to be there, you know? It'll be there when you're down in the dumps. It'll be there when you're in the highest of highs, lowest of lows. It's always going to be there. You know, there might be some differentiating there, but generally that is the case. This is the time to help, you know, build yourself up for what's coming. We don't really know a ton of what's coming, but if scripture has any kind of precedent in helping us understand what's going on, and surely it does. Alma 49, I made an episode about that not too long ago, is about, you know, preparing for what's coming and building ourselves up. And there's wisdom in working on things before there seems to be an immediate need for them. There's wisdom in digging a well before you need a drink from it. I think this is something we could really do with our own lives, and I'll just share that scripture one more time. The king shall answer and say unto them, Inasmuch as you have done it unto one of these, the least of these my brethren, you have done it unto me. Thank you for listening, and don't forget the flexibility you pick up today will shine for you tomorrow, and I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day.